Amen. I, I'm going to read a lot tonight. Um, I'm going to be calm. And you don't have to worry about me upsetting the apple cart here. Um, to make any of you uncomfortable with your stagnation. But... I spent I spent a lot of hours combing through um, the book of Ezra over the last few days and the book of Haggai and Zechariah. These were two prophets that prophesied to Israel during the restoration period. And everything everything about what I'm going to read tonight is applicable to the main event. You'll understand when I get to talking about it, but it is, it is not limited to that. It's important that you, you hear me say that. It is not limited to the actual topic here, but the broader principle of how God acts toward his people and the process by which things take place and how the Lord works, it is important to what we understand because we we like things to just work out easy. Maybe like things to be easy. I like things to just be easy. Just, Lord, if it's your will, just let it happen. Boom, boom, boom. It's done. Thank the Lord for it. We'll dance and shout. How many of you know that's rarely the way it goes? Now, it's not because the Lord can't do that. It's because the enemy has a right to resist it. God is sovereign, but he works within his own laws and principles. And the enemy has the right to resist the process of God. How many of you have ever, you've ever begun in a process and it seemed like everything was going great and here, this is it. It's going to happen. Then all of a sudden, boom, nothing. It's like, whoa, what happened? You know what I'm talking about? Like everything falling in place, and then they shut the country down. They're like, what, what just happened? Did we miss the timing of God? What, what was that? No. It's the fact that the enemy has the right to resist the plan and the purpose of God. And if you don't understand that, you will think that what is happening is God shutting down what you thought to be right? And God's not shutting it down. If God was going to shut it down, he'd have never let the process get started. Or he'd have ended it pretty quickly. But he doesn't, he doesn't allow things to fall in place and then it just everything blows up. And then whatever, God, God's not a trickster like that. So everybody say this with me. Five kings later five kings later five kings later in Ezra 3 and 8 now in the second year of their coming unto the house of God at Jerusalem in the second month began Zerubbabel the son of Shealtiel and Jeshua the son of Jazadek there's a couple of names in here I'm going to do my best on, but I probably need a pass. 
the remnant of their brethren, the priests and the Levites and all they that were come out of the captivity unto Jerusalem and appointed the Levites from 20 years old and upward to set forward to the work of the house of the Lord and then Joshua with his sons and his brethren, Cadmiel and his sons, the sons of Judah together to set forward to are the workmen in the house of God, the sons of Hinnadad, with their sons and their brethren, the Levites. And when the builders laid the foundation of the temple of the Lord, they set the priest in their apparel with trumpets, and the Levites, the sons of Asaph, with cymbals, to praise the Lord after the ordinance of David, King of Israel, and they sang in their courses and they praised God. In the end of verse 11, they praised the Lord because the foundation of the house of the Lord was laid. Now, this is after 70 years of captivity. This is after some time being held under Persia, Persian rule, and they have finally come back and they have laid the foundation of the Lord and they had this great celebration and they were singing and praising God. But many of the priests and the Levites of the fathers who were ancient men that had seen the first house when the foundation of this house was laid before their eyes wept with a loud voice and many shouted, for joy so that they could not discern between the noise of the shout of joy from the noise of the weeping of the people for the shouting for the people shouted with a loud shout and the noise was heard afar off so this was not this was not a small celebration i don't know too many people that when you lay the foundation of a building they have this massive worship moment. But this was such a huge accomplishment. And it meant something to them. It, it meant that the Lord has turned back toward us in spite of our captivity. We've been released. We've had a decree issued by Cyrus of Persia. And now after all this time, we have laid the foundation and we are making progress. Does that make sense? Chapter 4, thank you. Brother Stacy, I think that's who that was. And always count on his support. When, when the adversaries of Judah and Benjamin, when the adversaries of Judah, they've laid the foundation, they've celebrated, and it was heard afar off. I mean, it set off a ripple effect, and people were talking about it. They, they heard the noise of the rejoicing and the shouting and the weeping of the people of God. And when the adversaries of Judah and Benjamin heard that the children of the captivity built the temple unto the Lord God of Israel, then they came to Zerubbabel and to the chief of the fathers and said unto them, Let us build with you. 
we, we seek your God as you do. And we do sacrifice unto him since the days of Esar Hadan, king of Esher, which brought us up hither. We're the same God. We're, we're worshiping the same God. Let us help you. But Zerubbabel and Jeshua and the rest of the chief of the fathers of Israel said unto them, You have nothing to do with us to build a house unto our God, but we ourselves together will build unto the Lord God of Israel as King Cyrus, the king of Persia, hath commanded us. Then the people of the land, this is the land of not just Persia, but surrounding lands on the west side of the Jordan, the people of the land weakened the hands of the people of Judah and troubled them in building. And they hired counselors against them to frustrate their purpose all the days of Cyrus, king of Persia. All the days of Cyrus, king of Persia. Everybody say, that's one king. Even until the reign of Darius, king of Persia. Everybody say, that's two kings. They hired counselors and the people the enemies of Judah and the people of the land, they weakened the hands of the people of Judah and they troubled them in building and they hired against them to frustrate their purpose, to frustrate, to bring frustration, to weary them in mind, to discourage them, to make them think this is not going to happen. And this didn't happen just under the reign of King Cyrus but it happened all the reign of King Cyrus, even into the reign of King Darius. So now there are two kings in, and the only thing that they have done is accomplish the laying of the foundation of the house of God. Now this is something that God ordained, and it's something that King Cyrus decreed. It should have been a done deal. They should have already made a whole lot more progress than they had made up to this point. The temple hypothetically, theoretically, should have already be completed and they should have already had the dedication of the house of the Lord. But here they are, two kings in, in spite of the fact that there is a decree in Persia and that there is a divine purpose being carried out from the God of heaven. It hasn't happened. Verse 6, and in the reign of Ahasuerus, everybody said it's three kings, in the beginning of his reign, wrote they unto him an accusation against the inhabitants of Judah and Jerusalem and in the days of Artaxerxes, everybody said it's four kings, wrote Bishlam and Mithradath and Tabil and the rest of their companions unto Artaxerxes, king of Persia. And the writing of the letter was written in the Syrian tongue and interpreted in the Syrian tongue, Rahun the chancellor and Shimshai, the scribe wrote a letter against Jerusalem to Artaxerxes, the king, in this sort. And basically, he was saying unto them that this, these people, you need to do your research on these people. I know to you, they're just children that were captive in the land of Babylon. I know you look at them as a bunch of helpless slaves and you look like that, you know, them, they're, they're, not, they're not that big of a deal, but you need to do your research, Artaxerxes, because 
These people, let me tell you about these people and the God that they serve. And in verse 12, in the last half there, or, or uh, verse 12, he said, Be it known unto the king that the Jews which came up from thee to us are coming to Jerusalem, building the rebellious and the bad city, and have set up the walls thereof and joined the foundations. Be it known now unto the king that if this city be built and the walls set up again, then will they not pay toll, tribute, custom, and so they shall endamage the revenue of the kings. They're going to be tax exempt. That's what he's saying. They're, they're not going to be a benefit to you at all if you let them have their way. They're, they're just going to be in the way. They're going to they're going to mess everything up for everybody and especially us and they're closer to us and we don't like what's going on in verse 15. That search may be made in the book of the records of thy father so shalt thou find in the book of the records and know that this city is a rebellious city and hurtful unto the kings and provinces and that they have moved sedition within the same of old time for which cause was this city destroyed. We certified the king that if this city be built again and the walls thereof set up by this means thou shalt have no portion on this side of the river. In other words, if, if you let them do what they have planned to do, there's not going to be anything left on this side of the river. They're going to take it all. And so we need you to shut it down. Verse 19, are you here? He said, And I commanded and search hath been made, and it is found that this city of old time, this is Artaxerxes, hath made insurrection against kings, and that rebellion and sedition have been made therein. There have been mighty kings and so forth. In verse 21, Give you now commandment to cause these men to cease and that this city be not built until another commandment shall be given to thee. Verse 24, then cease the work of God which is at Jerusalem. So it ceased unto the second year of the reign of Darius, king of Persia. Everybody say that's the fifth king. This is Darius the second, I believe. And now there have been five kings in Persia. Now you talk about getting impatient with a building project. Now this is not just about a building project tonight. It extends the limitation on that, but, but we're going somewhere and I'm just talking. But the enemy has the right to resist the purpose of God in your life. And heaven can ordain it. And the government can decree it. But it doesn't mean that everybody's going to get out of the way and everything's going to happen just perfectly. As long as there is a devil who is the God of this world. Can I just say this right here without discouraging you but just being factual. You are going to have to fight for everything that God has promised that he will do in your life. Now, here's what we do. We get a prophetic word, and, and God speaks from heaven. There's a decree made, and we think that it's all about to come to pass. We shout on Sunday night. We're ready to get going on Monday, and then all hell breaks loose. We just gave a huge sacrificial offering, and, and we just laid it all on the line, and the man of God or somebody prophesied to us, and the word spoke to us, and now nothing 
is happening. Matter of fact, it's all coming unraveled. Am I making sense? Chapter 5. Then the prophets Haggai, 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 the prophet, I sound drunk, but I'm not, and Zechariah the son of Edo prophesied unto the Jews that were in Judah, Jerusalem, in the name of God, the God of Israel, even unto them. Then rose up Zerubbabel, the son of Shiltiel, and Jeshua, the son of Jozadak, and began to build the house of God, which is at Jerusalem. And with them were the prophets of God helping them. Somebody needs to listen to me here tonight. Our exerces shut the program down. But the next time that we hear the program mentioned of again is in chapter 5. And it has restarted because the prophets came to town. And they started prophesying to the elders of Israel and prophesying to Zerubbabel and prophesying to Nehemiah. And God said, the enemy may be resisting you, but I am going to keep the prophetic word in front of you. And the men that I send to you are going to continue to tell you over and over and over what I have declared and what I have said is my purpose and my plan. That's for anybody out there that would ever think, I'm so tired of hearing prophets and preachers and pastors and apostles and evangelists come through here and tell us the same thing over and over again and we never see anything happen. Honey, you hear hear me right now according to the word of the Lord it is going to happen the enemy is going to fight it and he is fighting it but in the end the enemy is not going to win and I want to tell you every time you come to the house of the Lord I'm not trying to preach here but every time you come to the house of the Lord uh, you are discouraged because you thought that your promise would have come to pass by now but the, every time you come in here you give the prophet of God the opportunity to stand up in the sacred desk of God and tell you one more time that God is faithful and that what God says uh, will come to pass and it will happen uh, if you have to wait two kings, three kings, four kings uh, or the reign of five kings, it is going to happen. If you believe that, would you clap your hands unto the Lord and give him praise. At the same time came to them Tatnai. Are you bored yet? Governor on, the, on this side of the river. And this one right here is where I need prayer. And Shethar Bosnei. Oh, I'm going to take a bow. And their companions and said thus unto them. Who hath commanded you to build this house and to make up this wall? Then said we unto them after this manner. What are the names of the men that? Make this building. But the eye of their God was upon the elders of the Jews. The devil may be raging hot, but the eyes of the Lord are watching the situation. That they could not cause them to cease. The enemy was raging. And the critics were raising and the counselors were trying to discourage and frustrate the people of God. But they could not cause them to cease Till the matter came to Darius, this is the fifth king, and then they returned answer by letter concerning this matter. They go on down, they talk about it in verse 8. Be it known unto the king that we 
went into the province of Judea to the house of the great God, which is built with great stones and timber is laid in the walls. And this work goeth fast on and prospereth in their hands. Then asked we those elders and said unto them, Thus who commanded you to build this house and to make up these walls? I'm going to tell you, the devil's going to be shocked when he realize, realizes how much progress you have made. He thinks you're not getting anywhere. He thinks your faith is not getting stronger. He thinks you're on the verge. I'm not yelling, but you can't get with me. He thinks you're on the verge of giving up. But when the enemy realizes how much progress you have made. Now, wait a minute. I, I, thought, I thought we shut this down. You did. But the prophet of God came along and our spirit was renewed. And we got up and started working again. And while your back was turned to us, we came back with a vengeance. And we are going to build this house. Oh, yeah. Go ahead and do that. I am preaching to somebody right now that God is not going to let you down. That every word that he has said is going to come to pass. I wish I had somebody that believed me right now. In verse 11, thus they returned us answer saying, we are the servants of the God of heaven and earth. Know who calls the shots in your life. And build the house that was built these many years ago, which a great king of Israel built and set up. His name was Solomon. But after that, our fathers had provoked the Lord of heaven unto wrath. He gave them into the hand of Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, the Chaldean, who destroyed this house and carried the people into Babylon. But in the first year of Cyrus, king of Babylon, the same king Cyrus made a decree to build this house of God. Go back and do your research. There was a decree. And he commanded that all the vessels and the gold and the silver and the things that Nebuchadnezzar had taken out of the temple in Jerusalem. And he put them into the temple of Babylon there. In the, in the worship of their idol God there. He commanded that those vessels of silver and gold be taken out of the idolatrous temple and taken back and put back in the temple of Jerusalem. And we can't do that if we're not building the temple. It was a decree that was made that everything that Nebuchadnezzar took from us was going to be given back to us by Cyrus in the decree that he made. That's all right if you don't want to get excited about it. He said unto them, take these vessels, go carry them into the temple that is in Jerusalem and let the house of God be built in his place. Then came the same Sheshbazzar, Bazar. And laid the foundation of the house of God which is in Jerusalem. And since that time, even until now, hath it been in building. And yet, it is not finished. Now therefore, if it seem good to the king, let there be a search made in the king's treasure house. Which is there in Babylon, whether it be so that a decree was made by Cyrus the king to build his house of God at Jerusalem and let the king send his pleasure to us concerning this matter. Chapter 6. Then Darius the king made a decree. He said, I, I'm going to make a decree now. 
and search was made in the house of the rolls or scrolls where the treasures were laid up in Babylon. They was found at that place in the palace that is in the province of the Medes. A roll and therein was a record thus written in the first year of King Cyrus, the same Cyrus the king made a decree concerning the house of God at Jerusalem. Let the house be built, the place where they offered sacrifices, and let the foundation thereof be strongly laid in height thereof, three cubits or three score cubits, and the breadth uh, thereof, three score cubits, with three rows of great stones and a row of new timber, and let the expenses be given out of the king's house. We're going to set the dimensions of it, and we're going to pay for it. That's okay. I'm not, I'm not just talking about a building tonight. Verse 6, now, therefore, Tetnei, governor beyond the, the river, Shithar, Bosnei, and your companions, the that which are beyond the river be ye far from thence. Let the work of this house of God alone. Let it alone. You have fought it long enough. Now I am issuing a decree. I am the fifth king from Cyrus, and I am telling you people on the other side of the river, let it alone. Stop fighting what the God of heaven has decreed and what the king of Babylon has decreed. Stop fighting it. You've been fighting it for five kings now. Let the governor of the Jews and the elders of the Jews build this house of God in this place. Moreover, I make a decree what you shall do to the elders of the Jews for the building of this house of God, that of the king's goods, even into the tribute beyond the river, forthwith expenses be given unto these men, that they be not hindered. And that which they have need of, both of young bullocks and rams and lambs for the burnt offerings of the God of heaven, wheat, salt, wine, oil, according to the appointment. You pushed me long enough. Now I'm just going to pay for everything. Of the priests which are at Jerusalem, let it be given them day by day without fail that they may be offered, able to offer sacrifices of sweet savors unto the God of heaven and pray for the life of the king and of his sons. I need somebody to be a blessing to me. And so if these people have a relationship with the God of heaven, let them build that house and I'll provide the sacrifice so that these people can pray for the king's family. I wish somebody would praise him right now. I wish somebody would praise him right now. Now look, 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 just be seated. I'm sorry, I wasn't supposed to holler. We get discouraged so easy. Am I the only one that does that? Am I the only one that gets, come on, I'm being real. Am I the only one up here that gets, I mean, don't. Man, I got a word. It's going to happen. It's gonna, hold on, it's going to happen until it doesn't. It doesn't happen. 
and come back to church. And Haggai gets up in the pulpit. And all of a sudden, it's going to happen. And then the counselors come. Don't hang around negative people. Because the enemy will send counselors into your life. <laughs> and tell you, that, that, that ain't going to happen. That ain't going to happen. It's not going to happen. They are, they are tools of the devil. They may talk in tongues. But if they're talking against the promise, they're being used by the devil. I'm not saying they're possessed of the devil. But beware of negative counselors in your life. The only voices you need to be listening to is the voices of Haggai and Zechariah that are telling you, I know it looks like it's going on and on and on and on and it's never going to happen, but you trust me, there is coming a king that God is going to move on his heart. And he is going to issue a decree. And everything the enemy has stole, God is going to restore it to your house. And he's going to give you that and more. You can't lose with the stuff I use. It's called Holy Ghost power. And so what I'm just trying to tell you in this little Bible study tonight is that the Lord is not going to let you down. I'm telling you, get the promises out and dust them off. Go back in the, in the room of records and dust them off. Get every scroll out of the record room. Pull out the scroll because somewhere, my God have mercy, because somewhere there, there's a decree and it was made by a heathen king. But that heathen king made that decree because the God of heaven decided what was going to happen in your life. I've come to remind somebody all over again. It may take five kings, but sooner or later, it's going to come to pass. It's going to happen. God's going to do it. He's not going to let you down. The power of God is going to perform it. God is going to build him a house. He's going to wake him himself up a people oh it's gonna happen it's gonna happen I prophesy to somebody right now get your spirit up because the enemy can fight but sooner or later there's coming a king that's gonna say enough is enough you've fought it long enough now stop hindering the work and let it happen tonight I'm here to wake your spirit up it's time to get back to the altar and remind God of every promise it's time to pray through at the altar tonight it's time to remind heaven and notify hell I have not forgot about my decree I have not forgot about my permit I pulled a permit and I hadn't forgot about it I'm not too old to get it I'm not too far gone to get it it's mine 
mine and I'm going to have it if I got to wait for kings I'm going to have what God has promised me Somebody ought to just begin to dance right now. Just dance right now. Devil, you tried to steal my praise. Whoa! You tried to get me discouraged. But I am going to rejoice because my victory is coming. My miracle is coming. My promise is coming. Go ahead and dance, go ahead and dance, go ahead and dance, go ahead and dance. Dance in advance. God's not going to leave you with just a foundation. He's going to build the whole building. praying when the counselors started talking it doesn't matter Haggai's prophesying to you right now and all you gotta do is wake your spirit up and get back to what God said you had lost heaven's decree for your life Yeah, 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 yeah. Somebody out there saying, but I can't wait five kings. Well, then God will do it in the second king for you. He'll do it when he has to do it, but it's going to happen. My God, it's going to happen. My God, it's going to happen. It is going to happen. God is going to do it. He's going to do it. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead, my God. Come on, it's time to get that spring back in your step. It's time that you get that joy back in your spirit. And believe again, believe again. It's time to get a hold of that radical faith. It's time to get a hold of that rambustling praise. And praise God like you know who he is. My God have mercy. It's in this place tonight. It's in this place, it's in this place.
What is it? What is it? Somebody needs to pull the plans out and look at the design that was set a long time ago and say, God, I hadn't forgot it. The enemy's been trying to frustrate my purpose, but I hadn't forgot your plan. Ha, ha, ha. He that endured to the end. Oh, hallelujah. Weeping may endure for a night. It's mine, devil. You can't have it. It's mine. It's mine. It's mine. It's mine. You can't have it. It's God's plan for my life. You can't have it. Hallelujah. Don't quit preaching to me, Haggai. Don't quit preaching to me, Zechariah. Don't quit encouraging me, man of God. Don't quit saying it. Don't quit speaking it. I believe it. Oh, Shandala Bokea. Oh, somebody ought to pray in tongues until you pray everything off for your sacrifice. Hallelujah. Abraham divided the pieces. But God didn't come immediately. And the crows and the ravens started coming down trying to eat the sacrifice. And he had to drive them away and drive them away and drive them away. But sooner or later, a smoking furnace and a burning lamp passed between the pieces. Some of you are, some of you are doing what I've asked you to do, but you're, you're a little too timid about it. This is a time right now to, to notify the enemies of Judah. It was the enemies of Judah. It was the enemies of praise. It was the enemies of worship. It was the enemy to try to frustrate you can't be timid with your praise. I'm feeling another wave come in here right now. And somebody is about to exalt God above the lying tongue of your enemies. Yeah!
Oh, he's not going to leave your promise with just a foundation being laid. My God, have mercy. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Now, you don't have to quit praying, but I'm going to speak to some of you that were given promises with a time frame on it. And not only did it not happen in that time frame, it hasn't happened yet. The reason is not because God missed it. And the reason is not because Haggai missed it. The reason is because the devil heard it. And when the word was spoken, Brother Justin, you're not the only one, but you're one of many. There was a time frame given to that prophecy. That time frame is long gone. But the enemy heard it. 
It said, I'm going to frustrate it. When the frustration comes, just go ahead and mark it down. The enemy knows he's fixing to lose this battle. And he frustrates it. He's trying to frustrate your purpose. Trying to front, my God, have mercy. Trying to frustrate the plan. But I want to tell somebody, even though the time has passed and the enemy ramped up his attack, it's just a matter of time, baby. Because God's word is not going to return, boy. God have mercy. Well, I'm speaking to somebody on live stream right now. God hadn't forgot every word that he's spoken to you. Yeah. Let me, let, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Do I still have somebody back there at the screen? I'll lose them. If I don't, that's fine. That's all right. You just believe what I tell you. How, how many of you, I, I don't know who I said this to the other day. I said it to somebody. I, and I mean it from here to here. I hate the devil more today than I have ever hated him in my life. I've had some pretty high-level hatred for, for that sucker. But I hate him more today. I mean that. I'm not, that's not just preaching fodder. Just throw a log on the fire and watch it burn. No, no, no. I can't stand him. And I can't wait for God's vengeance on him. Vengeance belongeth to me. I will repay, saith the Lord. When God does what he's going to do, he's not going to leave your enemy alone just like nothing ever happened. Let me tell you what verse 11 says. The next verse after him saying, I'm going to give them all these things so they can pray for me and my kids. He said, also I have made a decree that whosoever shall alter this word, let the lumber be pulled down from his house and being set up let him be hanged thereon, and let his house become a dunghill for this. And the God that hath caused his name to dwell there destroy all kings and people that shall put to their hand to alter and to destroy this house of God which is in Jerusalem. I, Darius, have made a decree. Let it be done with speed. There's going to be some devils that ain't going to be able to get within a thousand miles of your house when this is all over. Woo! God is going to say, I dare you to try to hinder them again. I dare you to try to alter what I have said. I will destroy you. God have mercy. Now let, let's get let's get to where 
let's, I betrays you tonight. I'm not supposed to be hollering tonight. But let, let's get down to why these people were so determined to shut this project down. They made it clear in their letters to those kings. They just kept writing letters to the kings. The next king, the next king, the next king. And the crux of the letter was, Pastor Jackson, if they build this building, we're going to lose everything. We're not going to have anything else. If they finish this place, that God that they worship is going to do such a work. And everything they lost in their captivity, all the land... All the houses, all the vineyards, all the wells, everything they lost in the captivity. My God, when they were bound up in their praise, when they weren't doing everything they were supposed to do, when they walked away from God, when they polluted the altar, everything they lost, we got it. But if they build this house, they're going to get it all back. And then some, my God, somebody needs to realize what God is about to do in this city. Dear King, Hope paid their building off already. But if Louisville Central gets a building, we're fixing to look between them and little LC, we're going to lose the whole West End of Louisville. crack house is going to be shut down every whore house is going to be shut down every drug dealer is going to go out of business every bit of witchcraft is going to be shut down we can't let them build this building You want to talk about River Falls? The enemy said, I'll put people. I'll put people in places to make sure that their vote kills the project. To make sure that permit never is pulled to make sure that bank never loans him the money. Well, I had lunch with a banker Friday and he's on board again. We gotta make sure those architects aren't involved. We gotta make sure that philanthropists don't get connected with them. It's too late, devil. It's too late, devil. It's too late. I've got a decree.
Lord, clap your hands unto the Lord and give him praise. Oh, hallelujah. Go ahead, sis. Go ahead, somebody do it with her. Go ahead, somebody do it with her. Come on. You ain't going to shut down Judah. You're not going to stop my praise. Somebody just ask him, how many buildings has LC been in? He said five. <laughs> oh, I'm going to laugh in the devil's face. Woo! You can't stop the church, baby. You can't stop it. Oh, Lord. That's all I got.